Hello and welcome to another episode of Bush and Ritchie's Daily Takeaway. Every single time you download this, we are grateful and we just want to acknowledge that. We do appreciate that. Um, I just want to just let you in something that's going on in my life at the moment. I'm trying to trying to work on a thing to stop myself from doing it, right? I, I've had to write down, stop going on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> There's nothing that good that can come from going on Facebook Marketplace. I end up going down this kind of rabbit hole. And I'm just finding these weird products. I don't know whether it's a South End thing, because obviously I live in Leon C, but I would say that the, the, the products that are up for sale by local people in Leon C and South End are probably weirder than anywhere else. So I found a product there, and I don't entirely know what it is. I, I don't own a dog. It's been a number of years since we had a dog. We had a dog yeah. when I was kids, but these weren't a thing then. Uh, and it's, on, it's for sale down the road from us, and I'm obsessed with it. And I probably shouldn't even try and work out what it is. It says, for sale, dog heat pants. <laughs> and, so, and it looks like a, looks like a pink, uh, like a budgie smuggler underpant that you would wear if yeah. you were on the beach. And it's got, like, cartoon characters on it, leather strapping. Okay. What are heat pants for dogs? So, um, I had a male dog, and okay. it would have no need for heat pants. You now, didn't walk it in the cold? No. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's, no, it's, not, it's, not, about, oh. it's not about the temperature. Okay. Your bitches, your female dog. Okay, I thought it was an interesting kind of <laughs> intro to this bit of the show. Would uh, need a regular wearing in the heat pants. You're joking. No, I'm not. I didn't even think that was a. Yeah. So why have I not seen them before? <laughs> I've not seen any dogs wearing pants in our neighbourhood at all. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I've come in to do the show today despite um, suffering quite a serious injury uh, that I sustained whilst doing the washing up last night. Uh, I've cut my finger, I don't know if you can see it from here, Richie, but I cut my finger on a Ninja food processor blade. Whoa! Katie's bought this food processor thing. That. I don't really know what it does, but I was doing the washing up last night and I put my hand in the bowl, and it's the blade on that thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. It's got a big old cut. It didn't stop bleeding at all for ages, even to the point where um, I uh, put Stella's baby grow on late last night because she'd um, done, done what babies do about one o'clock in the morning, and I was half asleep. And this morning, we looked at her, and there was a little blood mark on each of her buttons where I'd buttoned it up with my, my cut finger. Well, I'm not surprised seeing that cut. I mean, I, I take my hat off to the fact you're stood in the studio in front of me. Thank you. I'm sure you'll agree it's quite the gash. <laughs> so, look, uh, the weird thing was, then Katie was doing some washing up this morning and it cut her finger. Wow. Same thing. It does not want to be in your house, does it? Doesn't like us at all, this ninja food processor. I mean, the, the clues in the name is a flipping ninja, for crying out loud. <laughs> but it does, you do ever sometimes kind of worry or wonder that maybe something's trying to get you. So this hour of the show, if something's trying, you think something's trying to kill you or get you, and it could be an inanimate object, could be something in life or whatever, tell us about it. Start of my day, every single day, the start of my day, the bed is out to get me. Your bed's trying to kill you? The bed is trying to kill me. There is a, <clears throat> how do I put this carefully? I'll just um, tread carefully. There is a gap between the bed frame and the mattress. Okay. And as I <laughs> negotiate my way out of the bed frame and the mattress, Things get caught. Sorry, that music stopped of its own yeah. pause there. That wasn't a dramatic pause. <laughs> it stopped at a really bad time. Uh, and so it's not a cut. But my goodness, that is that is not sort of like pain that you want inflicted every single day. And it does make me think this bed frame's out to get me in the nastiest of ways possible. I reckon there's loads of different mental images going on for listeners with this at the moment. I, I promise you I'm going to get Richie to draw a diagram of this on, on with the Sharpie and pa uh, paper that I've brought in, <laughs> just so we can be clear. And uh, Is the diagram helping you? 
Yeah, more than you would expect. I'm gonna, <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, <laughs> at Bush on the radio, I'm going to tweet that in a minute because that looks painful, that is. Uh, every if, day. Every single day. It's trying to get. Day like that. And just look at the, the shock in your face in that picture. That's pain. It is pain. Uh, so, look, if someone's out to get you, tell us about it. Jessica says, um, I've got this scar. She sent a photo, six stitches from putting a glass jar in the glass recycling bin. It's out to get me. See, that's harsh, isn't it? Recycling. You're meant to be helping the world out doing that kind of thing, and recycling is trying to kill you. I know. The environment is trying to get back at you. Craig says, opening a tin of dog food on Thursday, I accidentally pressed my finger into the can lid edge, and well, the rest is history. Another gruesome photo on Twitter. Once again, trying to do the right thing, trying to help the dog out, and the universe going back at him. Uh, Claire says, my toasted sandwich maker caught my arm on the lid. I'm still scarred many months later. Keep getting scars as well. Uh, this person doesn't even their name, but it says, I keep my horses on a farm, and every day this week, I've been chased by a herd of heifers. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know what heifers are. Did she say horses? No, I heard she keeps her horses on a farm. Ah, well, because I thought a heifer was a, a, was a cow. I'm not too sure. I think it is. I think it's a, a man cow. This sounds like, a, like, a, like, a, an, like an animal, an animated animal from uh, uh, like a Beatles movie. <laughs> Yellow submarine. Like with, on a wheel with, with like clouds for hair. Some heifers coming over the hill. Please clarify that. Uh, let's move on. Alice is on the line. Alice, what's trying to get you in life? Oh, it's my car. Right, what's your car doing? The car has been giving me electric shocks all day. Put a number um, on it. How many shocks I, do you think it's given you today? <laughs> I think it's nearly every time I've gone to it. So I think we're going up to like eight or nine. Now, I remember when I was a kid in the 80s, I don't know if this is still a thing, but remember you had, like, the rubber zigzag strip? Yeah, it, like, hung from the bumper and went down onto the road, didn't yeah. it? Did that work? Was that yeah. a thing? I don't have one. Maybe that's what I need to get. Do they work? Well, Alice, I mean, I don't know whether they do because you just don't see them on cars these no, days. it's very, very strange. Maybe you need to get yourself like a little uh, little tiny tail, little tail for your car. I shall try a tail for my car. Would there be any reason why your car would be having a go at you at the moment if you, like, you know, had a crash in it or something recently? Yeah, no, the car's really cross because it is covered in bird poo. We've parked under the bird poo tree on our road and it, it got covered. Yes, right, so this could be this could be why. This is why it's trying to get back at you. And I think we've discussed this on the show before. Don't birds loosen their bowels when they go to leave a tree to it, fly? It is a fact. David Attenborough would back me up on this. A bird cannot take off from a branch without relieving itself. Isn't that weird? Because we look at birds. You think birds, they're beautiful. And people, you know, like aviaries and look at, you know, wildlife programmes to do with birds and they can fly. But at the end of the day, they ask themselves whenever they take off. <laughs> It's not quite so clever, is it? Oh, I didn't know we were talking about bird poo in front of uh, younger ears. <laughs> Do apologise. Sorry. Uh, we'll, we'll leave you to that family situation and have a brilliant rest of your Monday. Bye bye. Helen says, my husband suffered an injury. So this is actually a word for this thing from our food processor. They're brutal beasts with their big fancy double blades. Cut my finger on the ninja food processor thing when I was doing the dishes last night and then it cut Katie's finger this morning. It hates us. Now, an update on uh, Alice, who we spoke to a few moments ago. Uh, she was saying that her car hates her. All the electric shocks. All the electric shots. Uh, Neil uh, says the car is giving her electric shocks probably due to the type of sole on her shoe. Come on now. What is this, a provincial school? 
squash club or gymnasium. You can't wear those in there. <laughs> it's a modern car. You would have thought so. Would it? I would love to get some clarification as well on do those little black little rubber grip tail things, are they still a thing or are they gone now? Yeah, where have they gone? Halfords, get back to us. Because loads of people had them in the 80s, which means <laughs> yeah. if it's like hokum pokum, loads of people have been wasting money. As an aside, speaking of car attachments from the 80s, what about those comedy little fingers over the boot as if someone was trapped inside? I know, a different what time. To them? Can't do that anymore. It's a different time, isn't it? It's such a shame. Uh, this Because staying on cars, someone says, yeah, my electric car boot keeps closing on my head on my Hyundai. <laughs> Sounds like the title of a Morrissey song. Uh, on a farming agricultural update, heifers are young female cows. Genuinely didn't know that. There we go. It's educational. You were on the right track, though. I got the wrong sex and the wrong age. I thought they were little rabbits, so uh, <laughs> still discrepancy there in terms of rural knowledge. Uh, we're talking about what in life is out to get you. We've got Ali on the line right now. Ali, what's out to get you? Rome. Rome? As in the Italian capital city? That's right. The entire city is out to get me. It hates me. Right, so please explain to us why you think Rome's got it in for you. When I went there, um, I didn't have the best of times. I um, I got heat stroke. It was late September, but nevertheless, it was a million degrees and I got heat stroke. Um, they say that you should drink the water that comes out the side of the Trevi Fountain as mm-hmm. a good luck thing. Mm-hmm. Stupidly, I did it and I got very, very sick. <laughs> Dear, that's not good luck, um, is it? And because it's an ancient city, I mean, Rome is beautiful. It really is a very beautiful city. Please don't take this as, you know, an advert to not go. Um, but it has a lot of, of cobbled streets, and I twisted my ankle. Oh. And then at the very end of this trip, um, we were in a church, and I'm not particularly religious, but I'd had a really bad time. So I was sat quietly contemplating, you know, the bad luck that I had. The heat stroke, the food poisoning, the twisted ankle. Yeah. Yeah. And while I was sitting there quietly, um, a beggar came up to me and asked me for some money. And I didn't have any on me. My husband had that. He was off looking at different bits and pieces. I literally didn't have any money on me. Mm. So I sort of made my polite excuses and said no and went back to my head down contemplating. And the guy pinched me and went, please. I don't All mean, on the same trip. It's a long time since All I've been pinched by trip. someone as well. Pinched. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that is why Rome is out to get me. So needless to say... They also say about the Trevi Fountain that you should throw a coin into the Trevi Fountain to return. I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. So I cleaned the patio over the weekend, got the old uh, pressure washer out and decided I'm going to clean the patio. It's a job that had been needed to do for a while. There's an excellent video on Instagram stories from your wife Natalie showing you getting right into it with your wellies on as well. I was, I was getting right into it. It had been one of those um, one of those situations where, you know, there's been a bit of this vogue recently to have like an outdoor rug. Seen people have outdoor rugs. Oh, yeah. It's been an outdoor rug down, but that got took up over the winter, so it leaves this mark where it was. Yeah. There was another piece of stuff on the patio as well that left a mark where it was, basically because it was all clean underneath and everything around was dirty. So I thought, right, this needs cleaning before the outdoor weather really gets going. So I'm out there with the pressure washer. It's all, all going well. But the one thing that I didn't really take into account was how long this job was going to take. Yeah. 
So it takes a while to do it properly, to clean it off with this pressure washer. You know, you do so much at the time. It looked just slow. It looked slow going when I was watching the video. It was slow going, and it got to about five o'clock, and then little man needs his food sort, and then he's got to go up to bed and all that kind of thing. So I paused. <laughs> My point being is I'm two-thirds of the way through cleaning the patio. <laughs> so the two-thirds that have been done look great, but the bit that hasn't been done doesn't look so great, and the patio as a whole just looks this absolute state because I've quite obviously stopped two-thirds of the way through the job. It looks like the sun hasn't quite fully gone down yet. And never does. And there's like, <laughs> yeah. there's like a shade over two, you know, two-thirds of your patio and then one-third sprite. But the pressure's on because every time you now look out there, you see this awful state that I've left it in and so the pressure is to try and get this done then again over the next few days because it's not really a weekday task something that waits for the weekend and I'm just concerned I'm yeah. going to be another one of those people who starts a big household task realises it's more than they thought it would be and it just stays on pause for ages Do you know what? I, I, I'm really bad for this I, I start a lot of stuff and then don't finish it started learning French on Duolingo <laughs> left that uh, remember I, get, I thought this is the, this is the year I'm going to do football manager properly yeah got all set up with it put it on my new laptop yeah even spent a bit of money getting all the correct you know club badges yeah I did two games never gone back to it <laughs> funnily enough I'm off me football at the moment <laughs> I can understand I'm a nightmare for just I think it happens a lot in life there's so many things you want to do but you don't have the time to do it exactly you've got your best intentions and then life gets in the way completely so if you are one of these people where you've got a big task that is very much on pause at the moment or maybe equally you're living in a household where somebody has started a big job and they're very much it's on pause at the moment I mean no offence I watched the video on Natalie's uh, Instagram it looked like I, could, I would be doing that if you're in prison or something <laughs> do you know what I mean it, it's a into making uh, number plates. You know me well. Can I be bothered to finish something off? <laughs> well, well, it's your weird least you say it, right? Because every day when, I, when I've been stood at Tower Hill Tube Station, there's an advert right where I normally stand to get on the tube. For, uh, for I think it's a company called Air Tasker or something, which is where you, if you have got a household chore that you don't want to do, yeah. you, you, you put it on their website and then someone will then pop up and, and ask for a certain amount of money to do it. People in the local yeah. area. So maybe someone from that's around a, your way could do it. That's a great idea. But I mean, that is just end of days resignation <laughs> stuff. If I have to put finish off jet washing my patio, on a thing like that. Uh, Gab says, what you need is the patio driveway attachment for your pressure washer. Makes it quicker. Oh. That, that could be the way forward. Uh, Sean, what's on pause? Well, I've, I got halfway through uh, doing a driveway at my partner's. Wow, that's a and, big one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was massive, but um, I kind of like, you know, ran out of energy to do it in steam. It was like that for nearly two years, but my partner's daughter was that embarrassed. <laughs> She used to tell her friends when they come round that the bloke that was doing it had died. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! How did that make you feel, Sean? <laughs> I felt terrible. But I, um, felt I couldn't exactly finish it straight away because it would have they would have copped on. So <laughs> the resurrection. But yeah, Sean, had you finished it? How had you done it? Were you like halfway across, or had you done it from the front to the back? Could could you at least get a car partly on it? Yeah, I could get the car on it, but I'd not finish the part where I had to lift the pathway and uh, lay it on that area um, and the front step. So you had to climb over boards and pallets to get in and out of the Disgrace. house for nearly two years. Unbelievable. <laughs> so is it done now? That's the main thing. Is it all done and sorted? It's, complete, it's completed now, I'm glad to say, yeah. And, uh, and now she invites her friends around without any <laughs> embarrassment at all, I suppose. Good news all round. 
<laughs> this is the Daily Takeaway. You will all agree that energy prices are a disgrace at the moment. Everyone's feeling the pinch. We wanted to do something about it on the Hometime Show, and that's why tonight we debut our brand-new game, Lecky Lucky Numbers. If the numbers on your utility meter that's hiding away under your stairs match what we generate in our little random number generator, you could bag yourself a hundred quid instantly to go towards your lucky bill that comes out of our show budget. So here's, it gonna, here's how it's going to work. The lucky, lucky number generator is going to spit out three numbers. These numbers have to be on your current electricity or gas meter reading. They can be in any order, but all three of them have to appear somewhere on your meter. So find your meter. Hopefully you know where it is. Take a picture, because we will be asking for proof, and then you call the studio on 0330-123-1215 to tell us that you have those three numbers. You will then get entered into a random draw. Should we find out what tonight's numbers are? Yes! Here we go. Thanks, Bush and Richie. OK, today's lucky, lucky numbers are... Four. Seven. Three. That's four, seven and three. So there's your numbers, four, seven and three. They've got to be on your current electricity or gas meter reading in any order, well, but they've got to appear on there. Get okay. under the stairs. Love going under there. I always <laughs> have to take a photo of it with a flash on. It looks terrible. Find your meter, take a picture, because we'll ask for proof. Call us now, 0330 123 1215, to tell us you got those three numbers, four, seven and three. You'll then be entered into that random draw. 0330 123 1215. Lines close at 547. We're playing lucky, lucky numbers. Can I just personally say how well you have done today? Uh, way, <laughs> way earlier on in the show, way earlier, you shared with us this horrendous injury you suffered from your your ninja blender, and uh, it's out, out to get you. And you've you've ploughed on through right the way through the, the, my main index finger there. Yeah. So, but I've just carried on because obviously I, I don't I didn't want these guys to be too upset. Why should they have to them? suffer because you are? Hundred percent. Put that in Latin. I want that as like a crest on my blazer. Why us sufferers? Something like something along those lines. Uh, we're talking about stuff that's out to get you. Steve says, a wireless HP printer in the loft that never works, but you only find out when you go up there. Yeah. It's like just like slowly messing with someone's brain. Uh, we've got Jane on the line. Jane, what's out to get you? Oh, my God, the stairs in my partner's old house. They were horrific. Um, is this old 15th century building? And I thought, oh, do you know what? We just started going out. I'll do something really nice. I'll make him breakfast in bed. Oh. Tried to creep down the stairs and completely <laughs> stacked it. Stacked it. <laughs> yep. All the way down, hit every single step, and he came down and said, Are you all right? And I was like, Well, that's breakfast over, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> and it didn't happen once, it was three times whilst he was living there. They wow. were out to get me. Wow, that's yeah. like once is an accident, three times to cry for help. It's almost as if the house is saying, Do you know what? I don't think this is the right relationship. I'm yeah. going to try and trip her up. Yes. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I did wonder. But, I mean, we're still here seven years later, so... What did the house know, eh? Yeah. Can we ask you a personal question? Do you still make your other half breakfast in bed, or are those days well and truly gone now? Oh, no, I don't need to do that anymore. (laughs) I was going to say, seven years, not a chance. (laughs) (laughs) He's lucky if he gets a piece of toast. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. 
Let your electricity meter earn you some cash rather than being some kind of understairs harbinger of doom. Now, the lucky, lucky number random generator spat out the, the three numbers earlier, four, seven and three, that have to be on your current electricity or gas meter reading. And the person that has been randomly selected with those numbers is Kate. Come on down, Kate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kate, welcome to the Home Time Show. Uh, did you go and have a little All look right. at your electricity meter under the stairs? I did, indeed. Yeah, I literally just got home, sat down and turned the radio on and it came on. So, yeah, I ran in and, uh, yeah. Just want to ask a little bit more about your understairs, if you don't mind, Matt. Very personal question. (laughs) (laughs) Does it have an automatic light that goes off or did you have to find a torch? Uh, No, it's in a a, a cupboard under the stairs, but it's quite well lit when you open the door. Brilliant. What what else? Anything else in there? Any else stuff you keep in there? No, two cobwebs, that's about as good as it gets. I, I think... Kate's a bit cagey about what's going on under understairs cupboard, isn't it? <laughs> well, let's find out. Should we find out? What's the numbers? So, four, seven and three. Uh, are we talking electricity or gas meter reading? What are you giving us here? It's an electricity meter reading. You have won the cash, the first uh, episode of Lucky Lucky Numbers, Kate. How do you feel? Oh, I'm really, really excited. <laughs> Thank we're, we're you so much. We're chuffy because the uh, energy prices are a disgrace. This is £100 from the Home Time Show budget that you're going to use on your lucky bill, aren't you? I am indeed, yeah. It's just doubled recently, so, yeah, it's really bad at the minute. So, thank you so much. Hey. I will uh, I'll pull that towards the bills. Our pleasure. Once you're back out of that cupboard, what's for dinner tonight? Final question. Um, I think, actually, we're going down for a chippy tea. Oh, so, someone's yeah. doing all right for themselves after lucky, <laughs> lucky know, numbers. Right? <laughs> Kate, That's it, I am now. <laughs> lovely to speak to you. Have a brilliant Monday night. Thanks ever so much, guys, and you. Bye. And we will play again tomorrow as three more numbers get generated on Lucky, 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 lucky Numbers. numbers. Uh, now, you might not have thought of this uh, as a character trait of mine, but I'm the kind of person that can start a job and not finish it. Uh, Bush <laughs> is the same. Uh, and my concern is that this has happened to me over the weekend. I started pressure washing the patio. I got two-thirds of the way through. I didn't finish it. Uh, it's pretty obvious. As you look at the patio, you can see the bit that's been cleaned. You can see... The... I've done it. There's a nice straight line. It's like a tide mark. It does look like a tide mark. Uh, so we were after uh, you getting in touch with us and telling us about the other jobs that you've got very much on pause. Uh, Lynn is in Norwich has emailed I need a new kitchen and bathroom new carpets my roo- roof needs retiling kitchen and bathroom are falling apart and covered in mould I've no carpets in the hallway or on the stairs it's all been on hold now for about 20 years do you think I'm procrastinating wow it's almost like the money pit uh, the Tom Hanks movie we were talking about last week <laughs> yeah I've got to watch it well this is going to be an interesting one Carl on the line who's, who's got an unusual thing that he's not finished Carl tell everyone what you've paused uh, building an Iron Man suit building an Iron Man suit wow. well, that's an unusual yeah. task tell us about that so uh, it's all 3D printed parts. Um, that's all done. Right. Most of the stuff is painted. It's the electronics I've been putting off. And um, <laughs> yeah, Comic Con in London's on at the end of the month. I've got four weeks to finish it. So was that always your goal to have an Iron Man suit for Comic Con? Yeah, it has been for about a year. Right. And then what's the what are the electronics on it? What are they going to do for your suit? Um, so the helmet's all motorized. Lights will go up. Um, He's got the light on his chest, the arc reactor, that'll light up. Lights on the hands, that'll go on when I want them to. And then there's just those little lights around the body I need to put in as well. 
Carl, can we ask, because we've got great confidence in you. But huge confidence in you. Can we ask that when you have completed this and you come into London for Comic-Con, can you come via our studios in Golden Square? Because we would love to see this. Yes. I'd love to. That would be great. But the pressure's on, man. You've got to get this done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So thank you very much for enjoying uh, this episode of the... Are you OK? I don't think you've recovered from the heat pants. I genuinely didn't realise. I feel like I've had that talk in the assembly. <laughs> Do you remember the one where all the lads are sent out? <laughs> yeah, so we need to talk about heat pants. <laughs>